Welcome back to Modern Revolutionist. This episode I titled The Art of Presence. And I titled it that because I want to talk to you about presence, but I think that the cultivation of presence is a bit of an art form. It takes a certain set of qualities and it takes attention and a little bit of finesse and some other things in the mix to really, to really get it right and to be able to live it day in and day out. It is something that has to be practiced and it is something that has to be cultivated. And so, like many things like this, there's a way to do it in a higher, more elevated way and a way to kind of really push yourself to try and do it. And I find that when we do it that way, that's a bumpier road and we tend to be a little harder on ourselves when we go down that road. So the art of presence is really about the more gentle road. Be gentle on yourself. I think if you try and cultivate presence and you're really hard on yourself throughout that process, in a way, you're not really serving yourself in the way that you should because you are trying to do a mindfulness practice while not being very kind to yourself. And if you're going to practice mindfulness, practice kindness as well. These two, I think, should be inseparable, even though we often separate them. So let's dive in. The art of presence is really about how we develop the core traits within our own being so that we can live in a state that I call pure presence of self. What do I mean by that? What I mean is that pure presence of self is someone who is deeply centered in their own self in a now moment, in this moment in time. If you're not sure what a now moment is, Now, moments are a common term in the spiritual community, but if you're not familiar with them, it just means this moment in time, this pocket in time. There really is only now moments. If you are a student of Eckhart Tolle at all, you will know this very deeply. You will also probably understand presence very deeply as well. He's one of our master teachers of presence. But the now moment is the state that you always live in. Anything in the past or the future has not happened or has already happened. All you have in your life is a string of now moments. So when you live in the now moments and you are deeply connected to the present moment and you are deeply aware of yourself as a self, that is pure presence of self. And so to develop these core traits, there are things that we can do to begin to reorient ourselves in our life so that we can cultivate them. We reorient ourselves towards them and then begin to nurture them within us. And we have to live in a more mindful way so that we can make sure that we continue to live these out. Presence is something that has to be cultivated. We start the process. We have to be vigilant during it. And then we have to maintain it. And until we are able to maintain it more effortlessly, and this can take a little while for some people, we have to remain pretty vigilant and we have to maintain whatever the practices are, whatever the mindfulness practices are that we use to help us stay in presence. But the benefits are astounding. Start to live with presence of self Start to live in the now moment and you will start to see that you release worry, you lower your stress, 
you are calmer, you are more serene, you are more at ease within yourself, and then you are more at ease with other people, and then you are more at ease in your own life. Who doesn't want to be more at ease in their life? The more at ease you are, the more you kind of elevate yourself into higher states of being, higher emotional states. And that is when you start to be able to not get caught up in things, but instead become very intentional about things. And then you start to make some pretty astounding shifts in your life because of that. Because when you live in a state of pure presence of self and you live in a state that is pure serenity within and you are highly intentional about what you do and you are at ease flowing through the world correctly with a certain amount of grace and fluidity, you operate different and the world starts to change around you. It's a most beautiful process. So let's dive in. I'm going to give you three core traits of a being in pure presence of self. And then the third one has three sub qualities to it that we will go into. So the first trait of a being that is in pure presence of self is that they can release attachment to the past and the future. And it is a release process. And more so, it is an attachment. We are deeply attached to either the past or the present and you will find that you are oriented towards one or the other. So when I began this journey for myself, I realized I am extremely attached to the future. I am always looking ahead. I am always looking out further. I am always trying to figure out what I want to change, what I want to change in my environment. And then at some point I realized I need to change myself to change my environment. And then I got to work on myself but I was still looking ahead. I was still trying to figure out what to change. And that part was good. I was mindful of change. I was very adaptive and able to change, but I was always locked into the future. The future, the future was calling me and calling me and calling me. And it had so much promise in it. It was just like this little carrot dangling out in front of me. That carrot was dangling out in front of me saying, more, 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 this way, this way, this way. And I would chase it. I would get excited by the more. I would get excited by the potentiality that the future held. And you could look at that and see a pattern of behavior in me that was actually quite impactful because I could create a lot of change. I could have a lot of positive impact in the world around me. But what you didn't see so much was someone who was very ungrounded, disconnected from the now moment. I could never settle into peace in the now moment. My peace always awaited me on the other side of that more, on the other side of whatever potential was hanging out there in front of me. And so I was always seeking it. I was seeking the change so then I could settle into the peace and be at ease. I didn't realize I could create the peace and the ease in the now moment and still have as much impact on the future state or arguably even more. That is one example of what a future orientation looks like. The most common orientation, however, is the past orientation. The past orientation is someone who is constantly reliving their past. They are stuck on their past. They are thinking about people from their past. They are analyzing and overthinking about situations that have occurred in the past. They are living in a life that has already been played out. 
And that means they are not living in their current life correctly and they are not intentional and able to really truly create the future that they could have. When you are past oriented, it strips you of your ability to be an intentional creator of your future. It hijacks you to a certain degree. It's like moving through life with one of those balls and chains strapped to your ankle. It drags you back, back into what has already happened, and you relive it, and you relive it, and you relive it in your mind. That is actually someone that needs to learn how to move forward, reframe what has happened to them, and release it so that you can detach from your past and you can become someone who is future-looking and now moment-oriented. So that's the first trait attachment to past or future. The second trait is that you feel comfortable with yourself. That is a state that is called beingness. Beingness is just an isness within yourself. You are who you are and you are deeply comfortable with being who you are and being okay being in yourself. We will understand meanness even deeper as we move through this podcast and we go into the next trait and then the sub-traits because you will understand what it takes to truly feel that within you. But for now, just know that the core trait of being comfortable within yourself, of being in a state that is called beingness, is a profound state. It means you are comfortable to just be and exist within yourself. And to do that, you have to be in the now moment. You have to live in the moment that is in existence at a given time. Once you release the past and the future and you come into the present state, you sit with yourself. There is no other way. You will see that if you have a hard time doing this and you jump back to the future or the past, You are not wanting to sit with yourself. There is something blocking you within yourself. You may have things to face. You may have things to deal with. You may have things to release. You may have things to heal. You may just be faced with things that you don't like. We may look at ourselves in our current state and not be happy with the state that we are in. We might even look at ourselves and feel like we're in a bit of a mess. But once you have to sit in a state of beingness, you have to be comfortable in that state of beingness. And if you are uncomfortable and want to distract yourself by going back into the past or into the future, that usually means that you are trying to avoid something. Stop avoiding yourself. Be willing to be with yourself. If you don't want to be with yourself, how can you expect other people to want to be with you? Think about that. And if you don't like things about yourself, do the work. We are meant to grow. We are meant to heal. We are meant to become better versions of ourselves. We are meant to become higher versions of ourselves. Do that work. So when you sit in beingness, you love to be within yourself. Number three, you honor yourself through how you live in each now moment. And I will preface this one by stating that to be willing to live in a state of beingness in each now moment is an act of honoring yourself in and of itself. 
that act alone is honoring who you are because it is allowing you to live correctly in your life. And this is the correct way to live in your life. There's a reason why there are so many profound teachers right now teaching us about presence. Why is that? Because life happens in the now moment and your life happens from a state of beingness in the now moment. Don't let your life slip by. Harness your life. Take control of it by living in the now moment from a state of beingness, by having pure presence of self. And in doing that act alone, you have just honored yourself in a most honorable and high way. But how do we really do this? What are the ways that we can cultivate this correctly within us? There are three things we can do. And the first one is that we need to have acceptance. We need to accept the now moments. We need to have acceptance of what is. The what is in each moment is, and we need to accept that. Do you see what I'm saying here? It's one of those things where you kind of go, yeah, 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 I get it. That makes sense. It's obvious. And then you turn around and you can't do it. Why can't you do it? We can't do it because living with acceptance is living in non-resistance. And we live in a constant state of resistance the majority of the time. So in order to have acceptance of the now moments of the what is in each moment of your life, you have to live in non-resistance. You have to stop resisting what is. You have to stop trying to want everything to change or be different or to look a certain way or to have certain things so that you can be happy or you can be content or you can be fulfilled or you can feel loved or you can feel successful or you can feel better about yourself. It doesn't work that way. You need to accept what is. And when you do that, you release resistance and then you live in a state of non-resistance. That is a state of allowance. The state of allowance honors the truth of what is in every now moment. It honors the truth of what is within yourself. It honors the truth of what is within another person. And it honors the truth of what is in the world around you. What is in each circumstance? What is showing up in each situation? These things have to be honored. You cannot resist things because the more resistance you create, the less you can evolve and elevate. I will say that again. The more resistance you create, the less you as a person, as a soul can evolve and elevate. And you are here to do just that. First you evolve, then you really begin to elevate yourself into higher and higher and higher levels. And let me tell you, those higher levels are worth working towards. They are worth attaining. Number two, now moments are your goal and your natural orientation of time. Now, the former creates the latter. The former through practice, through cultivation, creates the latter. What I mean by that is that if now moments are your goal, you have to be vigilant about bringing yourself into the now moments over and over and over. That is your goal, to start to live in now moments. That is it. Start to live in now moments. 
Now you have to do the things that I mentioned before in order to really be able to do that. But once you can begin to do that, keep doing it, practicing it. And over time, that will create a natural orientation of time. And that orientation of time is a natural orientation to the now moment. You will not be past or future oriented anymore. You will simply be in each now moment. And it happens effortlessly over time through the cultivation practice. Once we can accept, once we can allow, once we no longer resist, and once we have done the work of maintaining and bringing our focus back to the now moment and being comfortable in our own beingness, after a while, it just takes hold. Number three, now moments are your starting point day to day. And then you move yourself intentionally into the future for planning and envisioning or into the past to analyze or contemplate. So this is what we do. It's not like when we live in now moments, we never ever go into the future or go into the past. It's not like they don't exist for us in our mind at all. We use the future. We plan in the future. We envision in the future. We stay aligned to the future. And then when we're leading into something that we want to change, we live with kind of one foot in the future because we know what we're here to do to create. But we still live very present in now moments. We still have presence of self and live anchored in now moments. Or we need to go into the past and we need to think about things. We need to reflect on them. Maybe we need to learn from them. Maybe we need to analyze a situation or a person so we can see it in a new light, right? Every time we go through a lot of growth, especially, we can kind of recontextualize our history, our experiences, and we can understand them better. We can understand them in a more profound way because we can start to see that they were lessons and we had really big learnings in them and they weren't just individual situations, but they were kind of like a string of things that we had to grow through not just go through, but grow through. That historical lens is helpful. So from your now moment, you can decide if you want to go into the future or if you need to go into the past, you do what you do there and then you release it. You have what you need. You go back into your now moment. You release it, you have what you need and you come back into your now moment. You re-anchor into your beingness And there you are with pure presence of self again. This is something that takes practice. Mindfulness as a way of living is living in a state of always being mindful of our practices that help us create the inner states that allow us to live life the way life should be lived. This is one of those. I hope it serves you well and thank you so much for listening.